0: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the award shortlisted but not award winning Tractor Girls Talk podcast. My name is Katie Sandals, I'm a women's football journalist and I'm supported as always in this podcast by Super Snapper, Ross Hulls. How are you doing Ross?
1: I'm very well and I like the snooper snapper, that is going to be my new motto and phrase that I'm going to use for other people, <laughs> and they want to know what I'm all about. But um, how have you been doing? I know you had a busy week.
0: It's been a hell of a week, hasn't it? It's uh, it's been lots going on. I hope you've all got your your cars stocked up with petrol and uh, ready and raring to go for another episode of Tractor Girls Talk. Um, we're we're coming to you on a Sunday because there is no game today. Um, Ipswich Town women do not have a game. It's a, a break in the league fixtures, and there are no cup games of any sort to play. So, uh, we're here with uh, an extra special sort of roundup of of last weekend's uh game. Looking forward to what's ahead. Uh, we'll be bringing you all that news. But let's start with a bit more about that. Uh, award shortlisted, Ross. We we were up for uh, an Archant Award. Uh, Kings of Anglia, of course, is uh, produced by Archant. Uh, we were up in the best content category, which was very exciting, Ross.
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't that excited to actually go to the awards because <laughs> I don't, don't really care, to be fair. It wasn't for us, unfortunately, to win. But, yeah, it is what it is.
0: No, congrats to to the unfinished podcast, another Archmont podcast that you can listen to, um, which is which won the award. A fantastic team behind that, but uh, I like to think that the judges must have thought highly, more highly of our work than uh, that of some minor league football team from across the board that we don't really need to talk about. Yeah. Who are they? No, no idea. No idea. Beat ten The women's team beat them ten nil. time, So there we go. <laughs> no fantastic so yes award shortlisted podcast that you're listening to Tractor Girls Talk so let's start Ross Uh, one week ago we were at the gold star for uh, town's latest uh, women's national league game against a team that we have been consistently pronouncing wrong I learned on Sunday Ross
1: to be fair even if it was right it probably still was wrong for me because I'm terrible at pronouncing names even the easiest of names but I'm not even going to try to pronounce it now because I, I don't think I know it's right either.
0: I believe it's Cainsham.
1: Mm, doesn't sound right to me.
0: It doesn't sound like from the way it's spelt but then again you look across Suffolk and there are many places that are pronounced how they're spelt so that means absolutely nothing in the English language but yes Town were at home again to Canesham. Uh, it was a bit of a goal fest um, for anybody who had, who ended up watching the Lionesses game on Friday then going to see town like I did on Sunday it was a bit of deja vu uh, one once bit of a one-sided affair I think it's fair to say Ross this is kind of what we were expecting.
1: Yeah I was expecting more goals you know the last home games you know the, the phrase to go we don't score any at home, we're scoring one nils, all that, and um, I thought, okay, I was going to expect maybe six or seven in this game, but eleven double figures. I thought that mm. was out of the out of for us now. That I thought third tier football, we weren't going to score double figures anymore, but it happened. um And yeah, a lot of goals were scored, although only one striker scored. Manny Biggs was the only striker. <laughs> thing. I think Natasha Thomas, who she was on the bench, and she was probably just wanting, oh, I want to get on the pitch, I want to score my goals, but. Uh, you know, I think that's a good thing that shows our team. We shared it out across the team. They got goals. Of course, Eloise King is the, the name of talk about four goals from herself. And think... they listened They listened to last week's pod. They <laughs> celebrated in front of me pretty much for every goal. Definitely EK anyway. She pretty much knee slided next to me. She did loads of different fist bumps. It was just fantastic celebrations. So if if are, any of the players are listening, thank you very much.
0: I was going to say, as soon as that sort of first goal went in, they were looking for you straight away. It was like, where's Ross? Where can I do the celebration? Need to do it for Ross. Been listening yeah. to Chapter Girls talk. He's been complaining. We'll sort it out. And they did emphatically. And uh, you must have got some great shots, Ross.
1: Yeah, you, you've probably seen him online. You know, definitely EK's, a few from her, um, picking a bunch there. And, you know, I at one stage, I thought they were going to stop celebrating after it gets to like seven, eight. But I think you just you're at home with a good crowd once again. You're scoring a goal. Of course, you're going to celebrate it. Um, and it is a league fixture. Um, of course, we'll get into sort of before the game in terms of you know what we found out and everything like that. Um, but no, it was good to see some more goals. The goal difference looks better now. A nine plus goal difference thanks to that game. Uh, and we'll get into our first goals that we're going to see for a very long time. It does feel weird seeing the Mm. other team seeing a goal but um no it's as i said it's good to see loads of goals across the team Ada Gray getting two so peskett getting two um maria Maria boswell getting her first senior goal what an absolute strike that was abby Lafouette scoring an amazing free kick um that was insane
0: i've got i've got to say that uh, of all the goals of all 11 I, I'd have Abby's was my favourite. That's just insane. The whole I think we were in everyone who was in the crowd near me just sort of took a sharp intake of breath, like you know she she scored from you know from a corner that was, just wasn't cleared properly, and yeah, nothing could touch it. And the crowd were just like going crazy. It's it's one of those. I, I think I said to you afterwards that's the sort of thing I could see getting a puscus.
1: Yes. And do you know what? My pick of the bunch of the goals is probably one maybe surprise a little bit, but it's actually mm-hmm. Manny Biggs's goal. Uh, a big credit to Eva. A great ball into the box from her, great cross, and Manny was there mm-hmm. as a striker would be, heads it in. Uh, I think that was maybe the 11th goal, the last goal of the game, <laughs> possibly. But um, I thought it was just one of the pick of the bunch. You know, EK scored a few decent goals as well, but um, I do love them sort of goals where it's a nice cross from the full back, and then the striker's in there to, to leap like a salmon and hit it um but yeah Lafayette's goal was very good and she did a great celebration but um unfortunately EK ruined my moment she um because um Lafayette basically did the Mbappe sort of thing with arms cross celebration but EK <laughs> was right in front of it so I missed it oh, completely so no. is what it is is what it is
0: but yeah just 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 the 11 goals for for town uh on Sunday um I think, I mean, like we said, this was this was something we were expecting from Keynesham. They are a very low uh, side in the the league t- standings. They, they've got a bit of a history against sides of of these emphatic kind of losses. Um, so this really was the opportunity for Town to kind of uh, to take it to the next level, as it were, to get that goal difference up. Because we said we said last week. You know um and and before on this podcast it's so important at the moment for town to be upping that goal difference every game because you know them in Southampton they're just sort of unstoppable at the moment so you know only one team from this league gets to go to the playoff to to try and get promoted um which i think is is tough in itself and I don't think it's right but if it's going to come down to goal difference this this was a key game ross.
1: Yeah, definitely. And there'll be some people who comment when they'll see the scoreline, they'll go, that is ridiculous. That shouldn't be happening. You know, mm. and they they won't like that. But then it happens in men's football a lot as well. You know, even at the top level, you know, it happens. Like the semi-final of the Champions League, you know, Barcelona got smashed by Bayern Munich 8-2 and all that scoreline. I think it was 8-2. I know it was a big scoreline anyway. Um, in the Premier League, it happened. Like Aston Villa against Liverpool. And it happens. Um but yeah, I don't, I don't like big score lines like that, really. Um, but it, it, it can happen. Um, you know, Kingsham, what, what
0: are we calling it? Kingsham. Oh, what? Oh,
1: the K team. <laughs> the K team. who to travel a long way. Um, you know, Apparently they were playing most of their reserves, a lot of the youngsters you can see on the pitch. They had a lot of you know young sixteen year olds. Some of them were mm. shorter than you. No offence.
0: I'm five <laughs> foot three, and and I think it was their number twelve uh, was yeah. tiny. Um, yeah. When they when they came out, it, I think it was it was clear that they were very very young players. And and listening to their manager, he was. I always wonder with that when you can hear a manager so vocally. I know all managers have their styles, but. Joe doesn't shout a lot, Joe Joe doesn't say a lot, their manager was screaming at them every ball, every pass, yes, you've done well, oh, great, no, move this way, move that way. And I think if you're having to give that much direction, I think that's kind of, perhaps it shows the the sort of experience of the team or lack of it, I think, in this case. Um, And yeah, I th- think it was it was a shame that they didn't have more first team players come to the game. I appreciate it's a long old trek, but you know I th- think there could have been more to gain for them from that game.
1: Yeah, like it is a long way to travel, but when you get to this level, you got to expect it. You know, mm. there's other teams who're going to have to travel to Suffolk. We're going to have to travel down there, and I'm sure Joe's not going to like just sack it off. He's going to bring pretty much most of his squad. I don't I don't know if Joe's gonna be happy with you saying he doesn't talk or do instruction marks. Of course, not, he does it when he needs to, but he's not like a mm, shouting manager. He's more That's
0: what more what I meant, because I music. could yeah. I could hear the other manager from the other side of the pitch. You know, yeah. obviously he's by the dugout, I'm on the opposite side and I can hear him loud and clear. That's more what I'm saying. I'm not saying Joe doesn't say anything, but he's not as he doesn't need to be as loud as that yeah. manager was having to be on Sunday. And I think the fact that he was screaming that loud, that I could hear clearly his instructions. So to me, that's something, yeah. you know, that, that this was a more inexperienced side.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, going all that way, I think, they didn't, I think they had one sub on the bench. Um, they so didn't even
0: play her. I'm no. fairly sure they didn't even sub her on no. at all.
1: No but yeah it's a long afternoon for them. Yeah. Um, but fair play to them. They, they got two goals. I'm sure we're going to get onto that, you know, pr- well, let's do it now. Let's talk
0: about it now, yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we were saying what happens when town concede because you've, you know, they've obviously gone six games in all competitions no goal conceded. We wondered what would happen and it was two goals in quick succession. I think it was a bit of a shock for us.
1: Yeah, like, you know, it's disappointing to concede, um, but when you're on top for most of the game, you know, there's going to be a bit of a lack of concentration there, just a little bit. Um, if you're, because I think at that point we're seven nil up or whatever mm. it was. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to say the players were down tools, but you just sort of, you're just free flowing in the game. You're passing here and there. And it was just a miscommunication, weren't it? You know, for the first goal yeah. with Lindsay and Sarah and goal and, you know, their player got the ball, went around the keeper and, and scored it. And the second goal was probably just, um, one of those where we just probably weren't alert as much, and she it was a weldy to be fair, weren't it? It was a fantastic strike, fantastic Anderson hit. Doll. Sarah wasn't probably going to ever be able to save that, but um, it probably just was a bit of a shock for everyone. Goal just conceded, um, and then we just probably just lack concentration again. And then, as I said, great hit, um, and then there's two goals, of course, it was never going to be one of those, um, a massive comeback here, <laughs> but um, you know, fair play for them to score the goals, but um, I'm sure. You know, we'll be a bit disappointed we have scored, conceded, but it mm. happens in football, you know. We yeah. we will eventually concede, and we did do. Um, but yeah, I think it's just one of those moments where it's just a freak, freak moment, really. And you know, hopefully, it doesn't happen often.
0: Yeah, I think all, all credit to town for picking themselves up after you know, two goals in such quick succession and going, Hang on, we're going to stay in control of this game and um you know getting back scoring more goals and and keeping on going um obviously like we said making it to 11 2 in the end but no it was interesting like we said you know how are they how are they going to deal with that and and they dealt with it. it it took a minute but they did pick themselves back up again and I, i'm sure sort of joe would was pleased with that action if he wasn't obviously not very happy with the the two goals conceded
1: yeah like watching them back and it's just you know as i said a mis miscommunication and then it was just one of those where I wouldn't say we fell asleep, but maybe we just weren't as alert. And you know, Bonnie basically got the ball, got took off her, and then the players as I said hit, hit a, a world of a strike. So, as I said, it's disappointing to concede, but it, it happens in football. It does. Um, and as you said, we went on to then score a few more goals. EK got a hat trick, her fourth goal. Um, and you know, that's the first time she scores, I think four goals in a game for a while and she, or she hadn't scored all season. So for herself, I'm sure that was a fantastic way to, to sort of fit, you know, to get her first goal of the season and get four. I think, um, sadly her mum and dad, I think were on holiday. So they weren't there because they normally, her dad's a big supporter. Her mum, of course is a big supporter as well. And, um, I think they go to Lily every game and the one game they miss, they miss her, their daughter scoring four goals. But um, I think they're on, they're on oh, holiday no. in Cos. I think in Greece. I've been to Coz before. Nice place. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. But um, yeah, great day for EK, as, as we know. She's a you know childhood fan of the club. She was kissing the badge. She was doing all the celebrations, which I'm very happy. With, as a photographer,
0: <laughs> no, fantastic. It, yeah, it was it was a great game. Um, about f- just under 300 fans uh, coming out to watch that game. I didn't see many Caenian fans. I, in fact, I'm not sure I saw any Caenian fans. I think there may have been one or two parents sat behind. Uh, the goal but yeah uh shame there weren't more fans from the opposing side because it's always great to have you know uh, lots of people down to see games but it obviously shows just how well uh towns are supported these days if, if it was mostly town fans as i could see from where i was um and a great atmosphere down there as well um well it was a home game so we we didn't exactly have uh any chance for you to tell us about your favorite snacks that you uh purchased uh while you're out and about. But actually, I decided to try uh, the food down at the Gold Star this weekend. Um, and I got myself some cheesy chips. Uh, anyone who knows me knows that I'm a bit of a connoisseur of cheesy chips. And uh, I've got to say, they rate pretty highly, Ross. So I was quite impressed. There's a good, it, it, the key with a good set of cheesy chips is that cheese to chip ratio. You know, you don't want too much cheese, but you want a decent amount of cheese. Uh, because otherwise, what are you buying?
1: Yeah, I had Cheesy Chips on Wednesday night and it probably wasn't as good as your Cheesy Chips because I mm. got it from a greasy kebab shop. So I'm sure nah. the Gold Star is uh, ranked a bit higher than that. But um, <laughs> I have had the Cheesy Chips before at the Gold Star and they are nice. They would are
0: recommend. Nice. Would recommend. I would as well. <laughs>
1: um, I did have something to eat though at the game. Um, I had my Cheeky Mars bar, had a Cheeky cup Ooh. of tea as always. And I also got some pasta after the game um, and, I- and I had chicken wrap. Um, so, of course, the players get food and the star get food. And of course, I nick some of the food as well if there's available for me. So um, that, that was nice. Um, That's the healthiest yeah.
0: thing you've had in ages.
1: Probably, yeah. Um, as my, my <laughs> server station stops aren't always great. Definitely for when I do the men's team. I'm trying my best to improve on that. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things. And also, a big thing that happened on last Sunday is I actually had a bit of a mass panic that A1 started to go, someone's lost their laptop, someone find someone's laptop. Um, of course, that was my laptop and i hadn't lost it. I left it at home. Um, but of course, I needed my laptop to edit pictures and send, you know, Kieran Stanley, the media officer, the graphics. But of course, I left it at home. Um, but of course, I told someone, can you look out for my laptop? So I think I've left it somewhere. And um, basically, then it started going around the stadium. On the ground, saying someone's lost a laptop. Someone's lost a laptop. I hadn't lost it. I just left it at home. But um,
0: but, you yeah. had a lot of people worried.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, because they were even. I overheard someone talking about one of the you know staff at you know for Felixdo. They were like saying, you know, did that guy, did that person find their laptop? And then I I like went, oh, it, it's my laptop. It's all good. It's at home. I've left it at home. Um, So, yeah, as as people are aware, if you listen to the main pod and any other things I do, I'm very forgetful. Um, I always forget things, lose things, break things. Um, But, yeah, luckily I didn't lose it because it is my work laptop. So I was like, oh, dear. Oh, dear. But Mm. it was actually just it was in my living room when I got home. So it is what it is.
0: Deary me Ross, deary me, stop leaving your things about the Gold Star, that's what I've got to say to that, Um, but uh, all's well that ends well in that case, Um, so that was Sunday's game, Um, another emphatic win for the Tractor Girls, uh, who I believe went top after that because Southampton didn't have a game Sunday, so uh, nice nice little uh, uh, trip to the top there, Um, so let's talk what happens next then, obviously we have no game today, um, we are game-free today. Uh, but there's been a few fixture changes. Uh, we'll, we'll talk you through those. And then we'll talk you through uh, October because it's going to be a busy month for us.
1: Yes, it is indeed. It's weird not have a game on a Sunday. I, you mm. know, when I woke up this morning, I was, you know, raring to go heading to Felixstowe or whatever trip we have to make. Um, but no, there was no game. Um, oh, Southampton are playing today. So if they win, they could be top of the table um, if they well, yeah, their goal difference no. better than us even. Still better than us even. With us <laughs> scoring eleven last week, I think they have still got one more more goal than us in goal different wise. Um, but yeah, well, well, I'm sure you know Joe and everyone else will be looking at that result and hoping that we're going to win. Oh no, Southampton are going to lose, and then we'll stay top of the table going into London Bees next week. But uh, but yeah, sometimes it is nice to, for the players to have a nice little break. So we have we have had Sunday, 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 Sunday all season long. Um, But also, it's good to just keep up the games in it because we were mentioning off-air that, you know, when it gets to the winter months, there could be some cancellations and and stuff like that. So um, we'll have to wait and see on that. But um, what are we expecting then uh, for the rearrangements?
0: So there were a few rearrangements uh, announced earlier this week, she says, desperately looking for the list she had made of the rearrangements. So one of those is one of the October games. Uh, it's so it's uh, Sunday the tenth of October. Uh, it's a home game against MK Dons. Uh, the second rearrangement was Sunday nineteenth of December, which is an away game against uh, new opponents Oxford United. And the final uh, uh, rearranged fixture is uh, it's, it is Southampton at home, which will be on the third of April. Yeah,
1: I'm a bit. I'm a bit confused with the Southampton game. Um, I'll quickly go on to because Oxford away on the 19th of December that will be the final game of 2021. Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, so that that's going to be uh, you know a trip to to enjoy just before Christmas. Hopefully we can win that game. Um, MK Dons, it's... of course, is being rearranged basically because we haven't we, we've got a buy in the the final cup. Um, mm. So we thought we need to play a game that weekend. Why not move the MK Dons game? And if they're happy to move it, we move it.
0: And they were. Um, but, so, yeah. But that does mean, of course, all these changes does mean that the last game of the season isn't against Southampton, as we'd been hoping. It's actually um away against Portsmouth.
1: Yeah, I'm a bit... I'm still confused about that. Maybe, once again, the, these fixtures probably are not set in stone. I'm sure they'll be changed a lot because, as I said, if the weather does ruin games and I'm sorry if I jinxed it already but games could get cancelled. You have to now. Yeah and yeah pretty much and so yeah it, you never know that could get changed again but um, maybe they just wanted to to move that to the third and then we'll you know maybe that'll be a big game. It'll still be a massive game but it would have been nice to be the final game of the season but, uh, hmm. but no uh, we'll end the season as it stands away at Portsmouth.
0: Absolutely so those are your three fixture changes uh, to sum up, there are Sunday 10th of October will now be a home game against MK Dons. Uh, 19th of December will be an away game against Oxford United. And that Southampton game that was going to be the final game of the season is now on April 3rd. So, Russell, let's look ahead then to what we can expect in October. Uh, let me just look up my list again. So, that first game Uh, in October will be uh, the next game played. It's London Bees away. Uh, Obviously, Town have already played London Bees this season in the Final Cup. Um, But it'll be interesting to see if uh, former Bees player uh, Bonnie Harwood plays this game. um, Because she obviously, she was rested for that Cup game, Ross.
1: Yeah, I think that was a, I think Of course, Bonnie probably wanted to play. You know, she was on the pod last week and she was probably ready to play. She was still fit to play. But I think just give her a rest. And I'm sure she'll be wanting to play against the former side, you know, away at London Bees as well. You know, Sarah as well would want to be playing against the former side in goal. Um, Liv Smith, she didn't play in that game either. So the three London Bees players who have signed signed for us didn't play in that cup game. But um, I'm sure they're raring to go when we go to London Bees that's Um, the hive the hive, yeah and that's the first time we'll get a chance to play there as well um as a team because we've never played london bees um at their place before so i think that'll be a good game to go to you know london bees have have started the season okay i think i've got the results up at the moment two wins one draw three defeats of course as we said we beat them in the cup it was a a tight game against them we had a lot of chances ourselves Mm but um I don't know if they'll change their team out about a little bit more because it will be a you know it's not a cut fixture it's a proper league game Um, i'm sure joe will strengthen even more for that game as well so yeah i'm excited for that one
0: no that should be uh, an excellent start then of course uh we've got that mk don's game rearranged uh so it's a home fixture for town against mk don's that's october 10th um MK Don's, obviously, new new club for, for town, really. Not much history there. Um, should prove an interesting one. See, uh, it, it, I think it's just interesting for town to get to know all these different sort of new clubs. We, you know, town spent a long time in the previous league and knew everybody inside out. But I know, obviously, Joe won't be thinking that far ahead at the moment. You know, when we spoke to him a few weeks ago, it's a game at a time kind of thing for him. Um, they don't kind of have that same luxury that they had last season. But it'll be interesting to to see what this MK Don's side is made of.
1: Or, um, sorry to annoy you here, but I think we do know a little bit about MK Don's because we have played them in pre-season before and we, we beat them five, six nil. Um, And, you know, we, I think. Pre-season's
0: a different ball game though, isn't it? It's, it's it's not a, it's not a final team. Um, You've got different, you know.
1: Yeah. But um, I'll stop, I'll stop to, you know, Criticise you there um but no they've not started the season that well mk dons you know they've they've in their four games as of this recording they've drawn once and lost three games so they've not had a good start but i mean yeah this should be an interesting game um at the gold star um once again as you said joe is not preparing for this game just yet but i'm sure he's going to look forward to this one you know mk dons Mm -hmm. they're a a football league club as well their men's team is um of course they they play their games at stadium mk i know this game is at home but um you know when we do play them we'll get a chance to play at stadium mk which is exciting for i'm sure a lot of the players because you know you want to be playing at stadium football games um but no i'm interested in that one as well hopefully we'll get a good crowd once again um the crowds were you know a little bit down from the you know the last week's game but um once again i want to praise the fans cuz they were fantastic you know last week and they've been fantastic but uh the MK Dons will be an interesting encounter i think
0: yeah a, a first league encounter let's go with that cuz then we've we
1: played we've played them in the league before as well but i'll stop i'll stop it now oh dear. <laughs> i've got i got the log i've got the long history you know i've um, i've seen us um i've seen us i've seen a play get sent off against MK Dons before uh, but we actually did win the game 3 to a late winner from um, Jade Henry, a, a, a blast from the past from any Manchester Town women players, but yeah, she scored an absolute weldy to, to win the game late on under Ralph Pruden. But uh, that was many, many moons ago. Uh, so we haven't we haven't played them competitively for a few years. So this should be an interesting game.
0: And not in this league.
1: Not in this league. Yes.
0: There you go. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have the last word on that. Not yeah. in this league. It's a league fixture. Right. Let's move on before. Before you have something else to throw at me, fight breaks out. Yeah. Fight breaks out. You heard it here first. to Girls talk becomes fighting talk. Um, so the next game is Ipswich, uh, another home game for Ipswich. That's the 24th of October, a bit of a, a gap there. Um, this one's against Bridgewater United. Um, now, that's a new name for this side. This is the former Yeovil Town side. Um, you know, Yeovil Town um, had a very sort of illustrious. Well, illustrious in that they they were a Super League side uh, at one point. They were the worst team in the Super League uh, and constantly lost and were constantly bottom of the table until it all it all ended badly. But this is a new outfit. This is a revived outfit. Um, you know, obviously in the third tier now with with Town. Um, It'd be interesting to see. I know Joe said before he doesn't really care about histories of clubs and and things like that. That doesn't bother him. We, we've talked about many of these sides that have been top uh, tier or second tier t- teams in the past. Um, you know, women's football is always changing. Players are changing. Teams are changing. I'm not sure what this side, this outfit's made of, um, and and whether it'll be more successful here than it was in the Super League. But you know, it, it'll be a, a new a new uh, a new chapter. For them and uh, a new a new team, can you confirm Ross this time? A new team for yeah time? yeah
1: yeah new team. I don't think we played Jovial <laughs> before and Bridgewater. I just say they are a new team. Um, but they started the season off really well. You know, they're as of this recording, so they do play today. Uh, they are still unbeaten, three wins, two two draws. Um, so yeah, that they should be a you know a tough test. You know, at home, I'm sure that you know they beat um, Crawley was 3-1, which is a good result for them. They beat Cardiff one uh, nil. They drew against Gillingham. Um, so and they started the season off with the 4 0 win against Chichester. Stuff. So, um, I can never say that team's name,
0: Chichester.
1: Ah, I can't, I, I'm not gonna bother anymore. We, we ain't to play them for a while, so it's fine. Just um, call them
0: Chich. Chich,
1: yeah, yeah, Chich, yeah,
0: Chich. Um,
1: but no, yeah, it'll be a, I think it'll be a, t- a test that one. I think there'll be a team that'll be there or thereabouts. So, um, yeah, that should be an interesting one, and, and there should be a, hopefully a decent crowd for that one as well. Mm-hmm
0: and that final game I think is perhaps the most uh, the one that a lot of town fans are looking forward to the most it's the uh, 31st of October it's a, a spooky trip away to the most spookiest of places Plymouth um, for for Town's game there, but it's obviously not only a, a weekend for for Ipswich Town women to be in Plymouth, but the men's team are in Plymouth on the Saturday as well. So it's it's a double header, and I know it's it's being marketed as a double header, which is fantastic to see. Um, it should be an excellent weekend of football.
1: Yeah, a weekend in Devon. Um, I think I'd rather be in Devon in the summer uh, when, when it hits October. <laughs> the weather, as you know, I always bring the weather up. Um, but yeah, Halloween you weekend do. as well. Um, and yeah, it'll be a great weekend. You know, as I said, the men are playing on the Saturday, the doubleheader on the Sunday with the women's team. They're going to be playing at Home Park. So the girls are going to be opportunity to play in a stadium, a football league stadium. You know, Home Park is a very historic stadium. I've seen, you know, the men's team play there many times. Um, some good actually I, I don't think I've ever seen us lose there so um, hopefully that'll you saying that now that we can... yeah i will jinx it I'm sorry but maybe the men will lose on a Saturday and the women will win on the Sunday but um, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of fans will enjoy that weekend seeing both teams play I know a lot of people are staying over um, also there's the uh, tribute for Paul Mariner who sadly died um, a few months ago mm. who both played for both clubs and I think they're doing something on the Sunday night as well so I think people are staying probably the whole weekend they'll they'll go on the Friday night probably and they'll c- come home on the Monday night so they're gonna have the whole weekend in Devon so um yeah enjoy it um I'm looking forward to it and uh yeah bring it on
0: yeah, should be a good one. Tickets for that, I understand, go on sale um, tomorrow. So Monday, uh, if you're listening to this on Sunday, they go on sale on Monday. I believe it's something that's been sorted out there for for fans looking to go to both games, which is really great to see that there is this sort of big effort um, from all sort of sides of the the various sort of clubs there to to make this happen, to make this uh, easier for for town fans to be able to see both sides, uh, which is great, and we'd love to see more of that. So you know. Pester, pester, other teams, and we we want more of this um, because I think it can only be good for for both sides, you know, to to get um, to to unite both sides of the clubs in this way. So that's October. It's a busy, busy month for town. Uh, one week without a game. That's the seventeenth um, of October at the moment. Um, we're not quite sure what will go there at the moment, if anything. Um, it depends. It depends what the powers may be say, and uh, whether any more games get rescheduled. Uh, but uh, we were we were talking before the pod. November looks pretty clear at the moment, but we're expecting probably an FA Cup game somewhere in the mix there, because uh, obviously Town uh, aren't yet to enter that. Uh, they obviously enter a little bit later on, being a, a National League side, um, and possibly more of the Farnell Cup, depending uh, on Town's next result. Uh, we don't know the Town's next opponent in the Farnell Cup yet because of that buy. Uh, and so we've got to wait for that next round of games to be played that obviously town don't have to play,
1: yeah, it's going to be weird. we're gonna have a lot of breaks it seems coming up, mm. which you know it's it's okay it's a nice little rest for the players and you know Joe to prepare a little bit more, but sometimes you just want you just want to get the games done though you want to play them yeah. boom 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 boom, but you know of course at our level we only got eleven teams to play, so you know only twenty two games we've got the cup games. Um, But no, it is weird, as I said, you know, recording this right now, I'm I'm normally ready to go, um, but I'll have a nice little chill Sunday for once, but um, I'm sure the games will come thick and fast very soon again.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, So yeah, a busy, busy October, there's rescheduled fixtures, Uh, keep an eye out because, you know, Conditions change, like you said, later on in the year. We've had problems before with games being rescheduled. So do keep an eye out before you head out and listen to us because we'll always try and keep you as updated as we can. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Ross, no game this weekend. Uh, What will you be doing instead today?
1: Well, I literally actually accepted an offer from one of my friends who covers another women's team but i decided that i didn't fancy traveling to where that they- he had to go so <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just gonna chill just gonna have a nice chill sunday uh unfortunately my my girlfriend's working so i'm just gonna have to be alone i was thinking about going to see my grandparents just to see them brought Aww. up their day brighten up my day so uh yeah i think that that's that sounds what I'm
0: gonna lovely
1: do. yeah i'm gonna
0: sleep do it do it sleep yeah I think after it's uh it's been a busy old week, but I think I'm going to sleep and uh enjoy uh this sort of little bit of summer sunshine that we've got left at the end of uh uh of September, as it were. But uh yeah, fantastic. Well, that's everything you need to know. We've caught up with that latest game and uh yeah, we'll be back uh after town's next game and it just feels so far away, Ross.
1: Yeah. Another week's ago. Another Countdown week week. is already on. I've got it, I've got it on my calendar there. Boom. Countdown is on. Less than twenty, less than yeah, seven days now. What is seven days? It's a week. Let, let's end it here because I'm I'm just being a, a boo boo now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, you can uh, always follow us on the social medias. I am at Katie Sandals, Katie with a Y, Sandals with two L's. Uh, and Ross, you are at your usual KOA uh, at Kings of Anglia. You can always find us on there. And your personal account, which I always forget, is?
1: You should know this. Anyone else should know this. But um, if you don't, it's Ross Media UK. But, um, of course, course. all this stuff goes on Kings of Anglia.
0: Yeah. No, fantastic. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, as always, for supporting us. If you've got any questions, I, I always fancy answering fans' questions as well, uh, do do tweet us at Kings of Anglia and we'll try and answer them, especially if you're a new fan thinking of going to perhaps that uh, Plymouth game later in the season because you're already planning to go to the men's game. Um, yeah, tweet us any questions or your thoughts, um, you know, what do you what are your predictions as well we'd love to to hear some of those but uh we'll be back soon uh after town's next game uh but enjoy your sundays enjoy the rest of your weeks and we'll be back soon from true crime to football brexit to hopeful more great podcasts from archon head to audioboom.com slash channel slash archon